Good morning. Welcome to Devotions for Worship. It is Tuesday, April 14th. And as we do every morning, we begin by remembering our baptism. And one of the reasons that we remember our baptism is because in baptism, our sins are washed away. When Saul was persecuting the church and he was converted to Christianity, a a prophet by the name of Ananias told him, rise and be baptized and wash away your sins, calling on Jesus' name. And that's what we're doing. We're calling on Jesus' name because of the forgiveness that he has given to us. And so we make the sign of the cross and say, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. We pray, and again, the, the prayer comes from the Lutheran service book. Faithful God, whose mercies are new to us every morning, we humbly pray that you would look upon us in mercy and renew us by your Holy Spirit. Keep safe our going out and our coming in, and let your blessing remain with us throughout this day. Preserve us in your righteousness, and grant us a portion in that eternal life which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. We confess our Christian faith today using Luther's explanation to the first article of the Creed. I believe that God has made me and all creatures, that he has given me my body and soul, eyes, ears, and all my members, my reason and all my senses, and still takes care of them. He also gives me clothing and shoes, food and drink, house and home, wife and children, land, animals, and all I have. He richly and daily provides me with all that I need to support this body and life. He defends me against all danger and guards and protects me from all evil. All this he does only out of fatherly divine goodness and mercy, without any merit or worthiness in me. For all this it is my duty to thank and praise, serve and obey him. This is most certainly true. Our scripture reading today continues the Easter story from John chapter 20. It's uh, John 20, 11 through 18. But Mary stood weeping outside the tomb, and as she wept, she stooped to look into the tomb. And she saw two angels in white, sitting where the body of Jesus had lain, one at the head and one at the feet. They said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, They have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. Having said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing, but she did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you seeking? Supposing him to be the gardener, she said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Do not cling to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. But go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord, and that he had said these things to her. When we read these scripture lessons, it's always good for us to ask, what, what is God teaching us here? What does he lead us to be thankful for in these readings? What, what might he be leading us to uh, confess from our sins? And what might he be leading us to, uh, to pray about in our own lives and in our own walk of faith? 
A couple of things jump out at me as I read through this. Uh, One of them is the fact that Mary supposes Jesus to be a gardener. Uh, I, I find that to be a very interesting image of all the people that you might confuse Jesus for. Why a gardener? And I also think that it's interesting that uh, this book begins with, uh, in the beginning. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And when we hear those words, in the beginning, well, I think we think of Genesis. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And in the beginning, there was a man, a man called Adam. And Adam was a gardener. That was his first job. He was placed in the garden to tend to the garden. And I think that we're seeing here an image of a second Adam, a new beginning, a a beginning not into sin, but into forgiveness and into righteousness. The other thing that grabs my attention is that Jesus sends Mary back to tell the disciples uh, that he has risen from the dead. And um, this is a little bit of uh, getting into the original languages, but uh, Uh, In verse 18, it says, Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples as though this was a uh, a one-time past tense event. But in the original, uh, it says that Mary Magdalene went and was announcing, or she went announcing as if it was just this constant flow. And I like that picture because when we have good news, sometimes we can't stop talking about it. And so she is, she is basically uh, proclaiming the good news to the disciples and just going over and over again, um, announcing that, that Jesus is risen from the dead and that she's seen him. And that's something that is part of our lives too, that we get to announce that Jesus is risen from the dead. I wonder if sometimes we don't overly focus on the fact that our, our sins are forgiven. Now, don't get me wrong. The fact that our sins are forgiven is a really big deal. But how often do we talk about the fact that Jesus got out of the tomb, that Jesus is risen from the dead? Everything hinges on this, this piece of good news that, that Christ is risen, that he's risen indeed, hallelujah. And, and so maybe out of gratitude for this, this salvation from death, we could talk a little bit more about the fact that Jesus has risen for us, that this is a salvation that that we get to carry and announce to the world. In our prayer today, we pray for our government and we pray for those who are in authority over us. Uh, We pray that God would grant wisdom and integrity and courage and safety to all of our leaders, Uh, especially those leaders that we deal with most closely, people like police and firefighters and healthcare professionals and everybody who's working for the public good. We pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, we thank and praise you for the government, this gift that you have given to us in order to keep us safe. And we pray, Lord, that uh, that the government would be run by wise people, that the government would do its work to help us to be safe. Not that it would always look to dominate or look to control us, but that it would look look out for our our common good and for the welfare of the citizens. And so we pray for those in authority as you ask us to do in the scriptures. 
and we pray that you would give them wisdom, that you would help them to see the situation rightly and make good decisions. Give them integrity. Help our leaders to be good examples for us and for our children. Give them courage to do what is right. And Lord, we pray for the safety of our leaders. And we pray especially now for the police, for the firefighters, for the nurses and the doctors and, and, and all the healthcare professionals who are dealing with people who may or may not be carrying uh, this virus that could make them very ill as well. And we pray, Lord, that you would keep them safe and that you would help our government to figure out how to get them the equipment that they need in order to be safe. We lift these prayers before you and we pray as Jesus teaches us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. And may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you so much for joining me today for a morning devotion. God bless your day. And please come back this evening and we'll join together for an evening devotion. God's peace be with you.